A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through, Queen. I'm good. I've got this. I'm good. Sounds familiar. Hey, Brendan. Hey. Can I give my official Dan review of a city I've never been to? Yes. Okay, Vegas. Very dry heat. So going into it. Everyone knows that. I know, but like, if you haven't been there, let me just really reiterate that for you. Don't be scared of the 100 degree temperature you may see. Because it's better than the 70 degree humidity we have here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Buildings... You may be asking short, tall. Medium size. Pretty tall when you're on the strip. And that's pretty much where I lived. Uh, some things the fans may want to know about. Mm-hmm. Vanderpump Cocktail Garden. Amazing. Be- I would say... Better than TomTom? Better than... Well, I, I haven't been to TomTom. You've been to TomTom. Better than Pump. It's actually most similar to Pump. Mm-hmm. In terms of the... The trees integrated with the seating, mm-hmm. this and that. It is really sm- smack in the middle of the casino because they what they did was they built a patio in the middle of the casino. In the middle of the casino, and then there's a portion that's in a room, mm-hmm. but a large portion is just really in the middle of the casino. But they built like. Uh, shrubbery <laughs> so is it real trees i don't think so because it because there's not natural sunlight in there right. <laughs> uh had the matcha matcha man which let me tell you is one of the best non-vodka sodas i've ever had in my life one of the best non- <laughs> what just like of all drinks in the world well, that aren't vodka sodas. sometimes sometimes you want to like have fun order a cocktail and you get this mishmash that has 25 ingredients in it and most of the time is too sweet. Mm-hmm. This was a nice... If you like matcha, you like this. Okay. Uh, so I forgive Poppy Gate. All sins are forgiven. Bring her back on the show. Bring her back. <laughs> uh, Did you have food there? No, we ate before going there. Oh. I, there was a food menu, which had like a lot of this, the goat cheese balls present and accounted for i didn't look for your favorite buffalo cauliflower but maybe it's there or which i can find at a restaurant (laughs) in hell's kitchen apparently (laughs) not even just in hell's kitchen like stone throw from my apartment sure literal stone throw yeah yeah uh and our waitress was a star in the making i can't imagine how they would shoot this if this was a show Right. Because there's not a lot of great shots. And you're just like in a depressing casino. Yeah. So the Vanderpump Cocktail Garden is actually kind of like across slash diagonal from 
the food court of that mall. Because, um, you know, like, not mall, of that casino. You know how a casino will have a bunch of fancy restaurants? Right. But then we'll have a food court for the slobs? Right. We ate at the food court. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's that's the case. And I have to say, uh, Drag Brunch at Senor Frog's is a must do if you are a Drag Race fan while in Vegas. Okay. Because Chanel's the host. Uh-huh. And what's your feeling on Chanel? Um, she annoys me on the show. She annoys you, but do you like see the the star quality there? Yeah. Yeah. She's an amazing host. Mm-hmm. Uh unfortunately the only other drag race queen there was Kahana Matrice. You say unfortunately because Kahana liked Alex and not you, right? Not only did she like Alex and not me, she loved Alex and not me. So you're salty? Uh, no, it's okay. She actually did an amazing uh, number that included Reflection by Christina Aguilera. Oh, yeah. Chris, you went to see Christina Aguilera. Yes, it was an amazing time. <laughs> I, uh, we were in the pit, and I got to meet a bunch of the hardcore fans, so, uh, a nice gay couple from Peru, a the 17-year-old girl and her mom. And Alex and I were actually shocked that a 17-year-old would care about Christina. Mm -hmm. But apparently she, this girl, likes singing. So she's like, Christina's like a singer's singer. You know what I mean? She should just go for Adele instead. (laughs) Adele doesn't constantly disappoint her fans. But, I mean, we were up close and personal and had an amazing time at an amazing show. Yeah, you remember it all. (laughs) The, the, The night before... We we snagged some very cheap JLo tickets up in the sky, and mm-hmm. let me tell you that fifty year old woman can outperform these kids any day of the week. Okay, so I think that this is a um, I don't think it's a world tour. I think it's an American tour. The JLo thing. Oh, she's on tour. She's not yeah. a residency. It was a weird because. It just so happened she was making a stop in Vegas while we were there that weekend. Oh, weird. Yeah. It's a tour celebrating her 50th birthday. Oh, cool. Yeah. So definitely, if she's coming to you... Check her out. Check her out, baby. Should we get into some some of the sad news that we have I know. It's actually sad news after sad news after sad news this week. So first, Page Six is reporting that it's over for Portia Williams and Dennis McKinley. The Real Housewives of Atlanta star and her fiancé have called it quits. Um, e! News has is confirming as well. Fans had a feeling there was trouble in paradise after they noticed that Portia had unfollowed Dennis on Instagram. However, this wasn't the first time the, re- the relationship was on the rocks. Um, Portia actually unfollowed McKinley back in May. Um, the social media move came shortly after rumors started spreading that McKinley had cheated on Williams with WAGS, Atlanta star, <laughs> Sincerely Ward. That's wives and girlfriends of sports stars. Yes. Um, I actually recently found out that it just stands for wives and girlfriends and the, it, the sports stars isn't a part of the definition. But anyways, um, however, Williams quickly refollowed her fiance and McKinley denied these allegations in a statement to E! News. He said, quote, these false and slanderous allegations against me are made solely to damage my reputation, jeopardize my ongoing businesses, and negatively impact my family. My attempts to ignore this slander have only empowered Latasha Keeb, a.k.a. Tasha K, to create more false al- accusations. I'm currently taking legal action, and I'm currently being <laughs> represented by Michael T. Sterling of Dryer Stirring LLC. Um, Ward, the WAG star, also claimed the rumors were untrue and that she had never met Dennis. I wonder if Michael T. Sterling is that same single attorney that every single Atlanta housewife would have a meeting with. Oh, yeah, I bet. I bet (laughs) you. Are you sad about this? Does Uh, this surprise you? So, I had some hope for them, but their show, while entertaining, did leave me worried. Okay. And there's been rumblings of this, I think, for a while. Yeah, I've heard like bits and bops about it. I think the unfriending on Instagram stuff and that kind of thing. But I think at the end of the day, Portia wanted her baby. And she got the she baby. She got the baby, and who cares about this man? And that baby will be fed with hot dogs for the rest of its life. Yeah, hot yeah. dogs and love. 
Hot dogs and love. That's all you need. Uh, okay. Real Housewives of, of Orange County star Megan King Edmonds's husband, Jim Edmonds, admits a quote-unquote lapse in judgment amid cheating allegations and denies a physical relationship. Us Weekly reports, Megan King Edmonds's husband, Jim Edmonds, is fighting back against allegations that he cheated on the former OC star. He said, regrettably, I had a lapse in in judgment. I engaged in an inappropriate conversation with this person. At no time was there any type of relationship or physical contact. Absolutely none. There is someone trying to profit from my name. I am aware she has done this to others in the past. He then went on to apologize. Clearly, I made a very poor decision to expose myself and my family to this type of person. For this, I am truly sorry and sought forgiveness from my wife. I said sorry, like a Canadian Canadian person. (laughs) I'm outraged over the intent to ruin my family and intend to take legal action. Wow, he he too is (laughs) ready to take legal action. We were never having any problems in our marriage. My attorney is in possession of documents wherein this person has admitted fabricating large portions of her story. Jim reiterated that he never had any sort of physical relationship outside of my marriage with her or anyone else. Earlier on Thursday, AllAboutTheTea.com published allegations of infidelity on the former Cincinnati Reds player's part. The website claimed that Jim cheated on his second wife, Allison Jane Rasky, with a woman who is allegedly referred to as the baseball madame. The exes who split in 2014 share two children. A source alleged that the two uh, reconnected in March 2018 when Megan was pregnant with the couple's now 12-month-old twin sons, Hart and Hayes. The duo, the duo are also parents of daughter Aspen, too. All About the Tea published explicit screenshots of text messages allegedly sent from Jim, including photos of his penis. The website further alleged that he sent a video of himself masturbating on the same day Megan gave birth to her twins. Oh my Holy God. shit, I'm, <laughs> I'm reading that line for the first time. Okay. The blogger allegedly confronted the woman after finding out about her exchanges with Jim. A sports broadcaster procured a non-disclosure agreement with her, according to the website. Megan and Jim tied the knot in October 2014. He is the father of two daughters with his first wife, Leanne Horton, who died in 2015 following a battle with cancer. Megan hinted at trouble in October 2018 when she explained in a blog post at the time that she and Jim were on vacation because our marriage needs it. She added that they had become complacent in our lives and have taken each other for granted. We need shining and buffing. We need us back. And the sad part is that we never even realized we were missing. Well, it looks like he was shining and buffing something, and that's huh? his dick in the hospital when Megan King Edmonds oh was giving birth. Oh, my God. Okay. This was brought to our attention in a few posts. We saw the All About the Tea uh, article on the Facebook group, and then later... Megan's own blog, own blog post, uh, which was very emotional. Yeah. Like she really laid it all out there that she's sad about all of this. Uh, and it's clear that she's struggling and doesn't seem certain where this is going to go. Right. And then I read she was seen without her wedding ring which Portia was as well which Portia was as well um i just like that megan king edmonds is using writing as um to get her feelings out the vehicle yeah you should go read her best blog post which is about the ghost <laughs> that lived in her bedroom i mean this is an amazing blog apparently it's a great blog you should add it to your what's it called like well google reader is rip R- your R- your rss feed yeah. Do people still do that? Or do blogs still exist? I feel like certain kinds of people do it. I have to say, I loved the blog heyday. Like what kind of blogs? Like delisted? No, I had like, well, I had, well, I didn't do delisted, but I had stuff like similar to that. But I also had a few people who were writing blog posts a la Megan Canmans that like I would check in with. People you know? No, just random people that, you know, you just stumble upon in the blogosphere. Oh, yeah, the blogosphere. Like, what kind of people were they? <laughs> what do you mean, what kind of people? Like, what did they Men, write about? Women, what did they write their about? Their lives? I, I guess YouTubers took that over, kind of. I guess. Like, we had Live Journal back in the yeah, day. Yeah, I, I consider that as part of 
oh, my brain okay. too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I loved Live Journal. Mm. Mine are still floating out there somewhere, <laughs> but very hard to find. So. I'm safe for now. What's your what was your handle? I wouldn't tell you. Uh, okay. You just tried to <laughs> I'm pull trying a to fast trick you. one. Um, let's move on. So Vanderpump Rules is currently on hold because Lisa Vanderpump's mother has died. Or at least her participation in it. Yeah. So page six reports that Lisa Vanderpump is mourning the loss of her mother, Jean, and putting Vanderpump Rules on hold. Um her mother died at eighty four years old this week. Um, and the reality star is planning a trip to London to make funeral arrangements. An insider revealed Thursday. The insider also said that the autopsy showed that there was some embolism that went to her brain. She collapsed, and that's what happened. Um, Vanderpump is very shocked because her grandmother lived to be almost 100. Nanny Kay, famously. Nanny Kay. She was expecting... Well, it could be Nanny Kay. Could, Nanny Kay could be on the other side. Mm, okay. Um, she was expecting the same for her mother, a really long and healthy life. Uh, she was in the midst of filming for her spinoff Vanderpump Rules. We're told she will know she will not continue filming for the immediate future. Um, her rep confirmed the sad news, uh, and then Page Six said that this has been a really tough year for Vanderpump. Her brother Mark died of a suspected drug overdose in April 2018, and she pulled back from filming. Beverly Hills Housewives as a result and stepped down from her role as editor-in-chief of Beverly Hills Lifestyle magazine. Wow. That is really sad. That's sad. I guess, like, in my brain, Lisa's a little older just because she's, like, the matriarch of Vanderpump Rules, so I... I didn't think she had parents who were alive. Yeah, either did I. Because I, there wasn't much of a mention of them. We've never seen Jean Vanderpump yeah. on our TV screens, I don't think. Uh, and for those who are wondering, I did check. Jax and Brittany, for some reason I thought we're possibly getting married this weekend, but it's actually next weekend, same weekend as Pride here in New York City. Of course they did that. Uh, Pole focus. So I wonder... If she will participate in the wedding at all. Maybe Skype in. Mm. I can't picture her using that technology. I mean, funerals happen fast. Yeah, funerals happens happens fast, usually. But she has to fly out to... To London. To London. And she's not going to want to like just up and leave. Though she might, because she doesn't have her brother either. Yeah. So sticking around might... But she has to like sort through her mother's... like. A state, yeah, an estate, yeah. I think there's a very good chance we may not see Vanderpump at the wedding. I say cancel the wedding. I say they should. <laughs> yes, break, they break up. Yeah, I'm not. Brittany's not on my good side right now. Mm. Yeah, but let's finally get to some better news. Mm-hmm. So Heather Dubrow and Tamara. Judge <laughs> reunited recently uh, during the recording of Heather Dubrow's podcast and Entertainment Tonight caught up with them. <laughs> so they actually posted a video of this that you can easily search uh, Entertainment Tonight Dubrow Tamra. And we wanted to give you some fun facts from this meetup, mostly about Dubrow because that's who we care about. Yeah. All right, Heather Dubrow insinuated that Kelly Dodd is a character that was brought on to the show uh, in order to stir things up, and is part of the reason she's not interested in coming back. And they discussed the Orange Theory video recording. Which, if you don't know, if you aren't psycho like us, uh, there was an Instagram story where Kelly Dodd was sitting outside of an Orange Theory in her car because... She was going into the class, and Heather Dubrow was standing talking to somebody outside the Orange Theory after one of her own workout classes. For like a solid 20 minutes. Yeah, for like a solid 20 minutes, and Kelly didn't want to go past her. Mm. So, uh, So this was brought up, and then apparently a secret filming is a plot point of this upcoming season of OC. I wonder. I mean, I think it's probably Kelly doing it. Probably Kelly. But I wonder what it is. Uh, and as a quick side note, this upcoming season of OC, it's kind of surprising that we have not had a trailer yet, because both New York and Beverly Hills are winding down, and OC has premiered in July the past two years. Yeah. So we're probably looking at, at a late July, maybe. Maybe it'll come tomorrow. The trailer? Mm-hmm. Is that usually a Friday thing? I They switch it up. Mm, okay. Uh, 
Heather has changed her answer as to whether she will ever come back from never say never to probably not. Which is sad for me personally. Yeah. And then lastly, apparently Heather Dubrow is the only former housewife that Tamara Judge actually keeps in contact with. Is Tamara not bopping around with Lizzie? I feel like Lizzie's in people's lives. Or is that more of a... I feel like that's a, a Lizzie's choice to just appear. Yeah. I kind of picture Lizzie just showing up places with Gretchen Rossi. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm your biggest fan. I'll follow you until you love me. Gretchen. Gretchen (laughs) Rossi. (laughs) Did she have her baby yet? I don't care. Wasn't that scary? She did, I think. She did? Yeah. No one talked about it. I mean, sure people did. Like, all about the fab or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Shall we get into our shows this week? We shall. Oh, no. Maybe the baby's not born yet. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Real Houses of Potomac. Skylar Gray is going to be the baby's name. I I thought people usually don't say the baby's name until it's born. Well... But they break all the rules. There's an incredible 4D ultrasound of Skylar Gray. <gasps> 4D? <laughs> Does that mean, like, oh my you, God. you jump in the uterus as and well? <laughs> she put out a baby... Oh, my God. She pulled out a screenshot of this ultrasound and put it in a on crib. her Instagram. <laughs> put it on her Instagram next to a picture of her from when she was a baby. That's unnecessary i know <laughs> gretchen rossi always doing the most gretchen rossi's in, in rossi. <laughs> gretchen rossi's oh my god i can't say it right her instagram is psycho did we even talk about sorry to go on a tangent we but are on this journey with you brendan did we talk about who attended her um baby shower it was all the flops it was a <laughs> lot of flops some surprising ones phaedra was there right phaedra is there um Deandra Simmons. Yeah, a famous flop. Lizzie was there. Uh, another noted flop. Um, and then just like all these women who look the same. Oh, Patty Stanger was there. <laughs> Possibly the most famous flop of them all. Oh, some gay people were there. Of course. Flops. Um, wow. Phaedra, the Phaedra one is buried deep down in this carousel of Instagram posts. Mm-hmm. You'd think like she, she puts in Housewives front and center. Oh, Phaedra wore a dress that Candy has also worn. Mm. Birds of a feather. Yeah, but that was weeks ago, but I thought we should discuss. Anyways, let's discuss... Potomac. Rop. <laughs> the, the rope. Uh, okay, we're back from New Orleans. It's always funny when we have these episodes that start completely after a trip, not at the trip anymore. Right. I try to remember... How we got home. How did we... Did we even... Go home. Did we ride home together? But we're home, and we are seemingly having the rainbow party. The day, the day we got home, because it said they did a flashback to the prior to the last dinner in New Orleans, and said, and the Chiron said last night. So I couldn't figure that out. That's weird, but I don't know. It's not that far of a flight from New Orleans to Potomac. Uh, Giselle cancels last minute because one of the three daughters are sick. Mm-hmm. And Ashley's there. Ashley's there. Candace is there. Like, Karen's didn't it feel there. Like Ashley was arriving, like as the party was still being set up. And on the other hand, Candace was arriving after half the party was completed. Right. <laughs> uh, Robin is busy at a soccer game. Sorry. Sorry, she's like against a fence. Yeah. Uh, and then we have this rainbow party during Pride Month, no less. I know. I've never heard of this rainbow party. So I've never heard of for, it. For, for, it's, I thought it was going to be more focused on the miscarriage, mm-hmm. but it's, the point of it is you're celebrating the baby who's, who you're currently carrying because you have suffered a miscarriage. Right. Yeah. Like that baby is the rainbow. Right. They were up on that balcony. Which I thought was so interesting. And the mom's there. The mother-in-law. Mother-in-law, yeah. And she takes the mic. But she... I don't trust her one bit. Yeah, a lot of these moms on these shows these days. <laughs> these days. <laughs> well, she... 
sin- sincerely as her daughter uh, describes the apology, apologizes to Monique. Right. Mm. I don't know how sincere. <laughs> mm. What's she apologizing for again? Uh, they had a big fight on camera during Monique's first season. Oh, yeah. And uh, the mom called, the mother-in-law called Monique that heifer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I remember, I remember, I remember. I yeah. feel like Monique is everywhere on social media. Like, every housewife, she's, like, in the comments. Oh, really? Yeah, she's one of those. Her, oh. and, her and Deandra. Oh, yeah, the, the, the newbie franchises love getting up in the comments. Yeah, that's how they've become friends. Yeah. I mean, like, for Deandra Simmons to be friends with Gretchen Rossi is like, what? Yeah, what is the connection there? Yeah. Oh, let's get back to Potomac, though. Okay. Um, so there's an opportunity for... She opens up the mic for people who want to talk about their experiences, and Ashley decides to talk about her. After Michael was very upset watching Monique talk about her experience. Right. And went off crying, apparently. Right. Uh, but Ashley talks about her experience. Nothing about this seemed weird to me. I agreed. But later on the, in this episode... Candace, Candace dragged her. Candace and uh, Giselle. Giselle are together. Mm-hmm. And Candace was making it seem like this was a big acting job for right. Ashley. Right. I, it seemed totally normal to me. But I've always been a little bit of an Ashley apologist. It's She did what was... It would have been yeah, weird... what was asked. It would have been weird if she did not speak on it mm-hmm. in a way. Right. Because everyone knew. Because she's already talked talked about it in the past, and for you to n- not talk about it in this event where we are like bonding over it, I right. guess. Yeah, yeah. I do feel like Candace in that when her sit down wh- or whatever with um Giselle just was dragging like everyone though. Katie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Katie deserves. Oh my god, I don't even remember. I couldn't even like piece together what exactly. She was dragging Katie over. I think just to drag. Mm. But then this even spilled over into Watch Rebels Live after this episode mm-hmm. with Candace and Janet Mock, where Candace had just no holds bar. Was just, and then also had uh, the most housewife moment that Janet, Janet said, which was, and he said, I, or maybe a caller said, like, who do you, would you say is. Uh, of all of the other ladies, is the most humble on Potomac. Oh, and she said. And she herself. said, "Well, she said, well, like, uh, I mean, I guess, like, besides Karen, would be it would be me." Mm-hmm. And like Janet and Andy were like cracking up over the fact that it was explicitly besides you, right? <laughs> Who of the other ladies? Uh, I mean, Candace is just like. A pro, like a pro at this more than Monique is. Right. She's just, yeah. She's better. She's studied at the yeah the school at the school. <laughs> uh, we also got a trip with Robin and Juan. No, I, I think it was Robin and her mom. Is that when they were checking out the house? Checking out the house. Yeah. We're on month. 10 when oh it was God. supposed to be wrapped up in four months. Oh, it's kind of like your house. <laughs> I'm alone <laughs> in my house. Uh, so Robin was like sh- screwing in doorknobs, doing what she can. Is that what you were doing today? And I was like sweeping and cleaning up mm. shit. <laughs> there, was a, there was a pizza crust on the floor I was picking up. How did a pizza crust get into your home? Because people were working there doing renovations. And they just threw around the pizza yeah. crust? I know. Oh. <laughs> what a world we live in. <laughs> also, the crust is the best part. Uh, from the few times I've had pizza, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I love the crust. Love the crust. Oh my God, when I was a kid, I've said this before. When I was a kid, I used to dip the crust into Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> That's possibly... The one thing that's worse than dipping a, a French fry into a Frosty. That's good, though. But I know That's people, universally known as good. No, I know people like it. It's a thing that I have yet to achieve doing. Mm-hmm. But the Diet Coke pizza thing sounds <laughs> truly vile. Um, yeah. 
Wait, wait. A Diet Coke or a regular Coke? Diet Coke. Even worse. The aspartame. Ugh. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was when we would get Domino's. When we had Papa John's, which is a bad company that you should not support, mm. but this was years ago. Sure. They have the best garlic dipping sauce for the crust, mm. specifically. Yeah, yeah. All the pizzas come with it. Yeah. It's like Well, I think chef even kiss. Domino's does stuff like that. They give you dipping sauces. If so, that's new. Mm. And this was like a know. thing for Papa John's and every single one. They even had it in the box. They had a little thing to hold oh, it. Oh, yeah. Cute. Wow. Yeah. But the guy who like started it is a racist piece of shit. Yeah. So Papa John is a racist piece of shit. Yeah. How fun. Uh, <clears throat> We're going to have like a franchise owner who <laughs> listens to this. And cry. <laughs> uh, this was a very... Besides the Rainbow Party itself, a split episode. I think the only other thing I could think of was Karen and Ashley bonding once again. With that woman. In the salt cave. Yeah. With the woman. And at first, Karen was not feeling it. But then she totally broke down. The salt got to her. The salt really hit the spot. (laughs) (laughs) I love salt. Same. Mm -hmm. Mm. Uh... Is there anything else in Potomac this week? That, no. That it was kind of like a try? sleeper app. But And you, you could tell it's a sleeper app when they were promoting. This is the first time I've ever seen them do this. Promoting the mid-season trailer that's going to air at the end of the episode 25 times during the episode. Right. They're like, stay tuned to what's to come this this season. They've really been pulling out tricks and bits and bobs. That the, we've like, never seen. The like, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills will be back in one minute. I hate the one minute thing why because first of all is that implying that these episodes are longer than usual no, are they we just put the commercial like, later commercial somewhere else why do we need the one minute as friends of the show connor pointed out an irish person mm. we have so many commercials in this um in this town in this country i don't i don't mind it do you go get like a, a refresh on your water but like for an hour show like 30 for the view in particular because i find Mm. a youtube thing um for an hour show it's like 34 minutes yeah of actual show sure wild speaking of beverly hills let's get to it let's get to it i had stronger feelings on this than you did First time, okay, so first time I probably wasn't, like, paying attention, but and I, then once And I could were, tell you were not paying attention, because we were hooting and hollering about it, and you had not a word to say. Well, you were hooting and hollering by yourself in that, oh, like, Alex group chat. Oh, Alex was He doesn't chime in that much. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I thought it was the, the best episode in recent memory. I'll agree, because I then rewatched okay. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I wanted to see what all the fuss was about. Mm. Uh, Kyle Richards made herself likable briefly in my book. I don't know how. It, well, I do know how it she happened. Had, she was actually, like, all over the a roller coaster. Because there were also parts where I was like, you're being a dick. Mm. Well, let's start it the morning after the... When when Teddy and Kyle were in cahoots, right, trying to stir up drama with Erica Rena at the same time, and like Erica's just not taking the bait. And I, I was Team Erica that night, the night before. Yeah, the night before when she was not taking the bait because they were just being ridiculous. They were being soberly ridiculous. They wanted Erica to be mad that Rena's impression of. her her was like a mean version of her and I, Kyle and Teddy I don't know if you've noticed but Rena and Erica are in an alliance much like the two of you right so you think she's just gonna drop her like a bad habit and come over to the the child star alliance no <laughs> okay but then Erica quickly loses me right just like she her whole thing about having a migraine, so she wasn't going to participate in the actual wine drinking of the, or she like tasted but spit at, out everything. Well, she showed up to the the breakfast saying, "I have a migraine." It's like it's like, are are you just annoyed with the girls? I think you're just annoyed with the girls, and you know what would have made it better? A Alcohol. drink, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I've never had a migraine, so if that's insensitive to migraine, sure. Or listen, I'm sure she probably had a migraine, but if that was the case, chill, like chill at home and let's regroup at dinner. Right. Because it's not going to be fun for you to go to the wine tasting and not drink anything. Right, but then there would only be three of them. Four. Four. Dorit's there too. <laughs> yeah. uh, so they take a helicopter. They take and a like, helicopter. A Which, whole... This was another. Th- I, I was not sold on this episode yet at this point. Because then Kyle's being like, "Oh, this is great." Where she's freaked out about every plane trip before. Right, but the explanation was that like. She can see took she took a I don't know something in some no she took another helicopter ride elsewhere that yeah, was the explanation in like Spain or something and like that made her the, feel better the fact that she could see but you could open your window on the flight and see. right and like don't helicopters crash a lot more than planes yeah, you hear about helicopters crashing left and right one just crashed on right near my apartment. Oh my god, yeah. And everyone yeah. was freaking out thinking it was like a terrorist, terrorist attack. attack. Yeah. I mean, I I don't give a shit about flying. Like, you know, some people are deathly afraid. Some people are a little anxious. I look forward to gaming for oh my god. one, two, three, four, five, six. I don't care how many hours. It's like the perfect time. I don't have anxiety getting on the plane, yada, yada, yada. But the moment at the end when you hit the runway landing mm. and you're not sure if you will live <laughs> or <gonna> die, <laughs> I like close my eyes every time and I see flames. Oh, wow. And I just accept, wow, this is, <laughs> this is, how, this is how it goes. <laughs> every time I fly, my parents always ask me, how was the flight? And every time I tell them, I have no idea. Like, it could have been a roller coaster. It could have been the smoothest flight. I don't remember because I don't care. They're asking you about like how the... The flight was. But they're not like asking you like how your time on the flight was. Like, oh, it was fine. I like gamed. I maybe had a cocktail. No, they're not asking me like, what did I do? They're asking how the... Like, was it bumpy or not? Like, who cares? It already happened and I'm here at a Do they say that they're asking that part about it? Or you just assume? Well, because my mom doesn't really care. But my dad gets anxious about flying. Oh. It used to be more, and I think he's, like, grown out of it a little bit. Oh. But they always... In fact, but what's funny is when we were flying back from Vegas, we were about to take... We were taking off. The engines were, rubbing, uh, like, revving up. Let's go. And then all of a sudden, we just stopped. <laughs> and, I, and I forgot about that when my parents asked me how the flight was. But I guess for a person who would be scared... That would have been. They a, want to hear about that it. That would have been uh, a moment in time, right? <laughs> the, the plane just stopping. Yeah, people with flights like Whoopi Goldberg doesn't fly because mm. she, in her youth, saw two flights collide, mm. which like sounds like fanfic. Sounds fic, like a fan fiction. But it's Whoopi, so it probably is. Yeah. <laughs> what is the truth with her? We don't know. Uh, so yeah, this whole Kyle Richards. But no, my point was this was my point. As someone who doesn't give a shit about flying on a regular plane, a helicopter would make me a, a, think twice. Yeah, same. <laughs> like, as we're going up, my I would feel my stomach moving, you know? Right. So, that's just my point. Okay, great. <laughs> we land in the, the vineyard, we're trying the wines, and then we start having some fun. Some of the wines, though, looked like they Neon. were... They, yeah, some of them looked like they were just bottled of a cocktail served at Vanderpump Garden. No, it looked like, to me, you know, like, a het male loves to, in college, loves to take an empty bottle and then fill it with, like, a neon color and use it as a het decoration. Do I don't know that. Mm. You went to a very gay college, so you probably didn't encounter that much. Wow, what are you saying? <laughs> that you went to a gay college. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what it looked like to me. Unnatural. But, oh my God, that just reminded me, and I hadn't thought about this much, Rena's commercial for selling a rosé. Oh, yeah. That was great. And, like, if, if the different wineries are not knocking down her door... I don't know what they're doing. Uh, I heard, though, alcohol is a really difficult business to, like, be successful in with, mm. that, with like, housewives. That's why so many have started and failed. Yeah. 
And the only one who's, like, really been successful is Bethany. And Lisa. Well, like, not as successful. Uh, and I left this out on my review. Vanderpump Rosé. Oh, you had some? Mm-hmm. Um, After the Matcha Matcha Man, we split a bottle of Vanderpump Rosé. But I was listening to Brandy on a podcast, and she was saying... Because it's so expensive to ship, it's really difficult. It's an expensive business to be in, so it's hard to sustain. So my brain goes to, shouldn't one of the wineries that are already everywhere have Rena just slap her name on it? And if they have like the, the channels set up, we're just uh, <clears throat> increasing brand awareness. One of the wineries should have... Was it one of those random wineries on Long Island? You know what they should do? What identify three Real Housewives and have three different wines mm. with their faces on them, mm. and then make it an experience where mm. people from Long Island, people coming sure, in from the sure, city, sure. make a whole thing and yeah. go on like a housewives tour that's inclusive of this vineyard. Okay, and like maybe what every once in a while, like Ramona will pop in, pop in, yeah, and a helicopter ride, and a New helicopter, York city. yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we have that. Uh, we have Dorit pretending to pour empty glasses into the dispense bin. Oh, yeah. Which was fun. Uh, we have Erica being a grump. <laughs> yeah, just sitting back being a grump. We have Teddy and Kyle loving their lives. Kyle's impression... Oh my god, once we get to the impressions. Wheel, wheel of impressions. I didn't know she had that in her. Either did I really. Um, the the namely the Teddy impression. The Teddy one was good. Had me screaming during a Beverly Hills episode. I could have thought I was watching New York. The only thing that turned me off though is like she's so proud of herself mm, after yeah. she does these impressions. Yeah, yeah. Like she loves that like people find her funny. But I I wonder if she knew that this is going to hit. She practiced? No, 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 no. Just sometimes she'll she'll try to make jokes. Mm-hmm. But there we don't, we the community don't laugh. I'll have a Rolex on ice. Oh yeah. <laughs> Another round of Rolexes on ice. That was this season. This yeah, that season was the season. Forever. Yeah, we're on episode 19, I think. <laughs> Send this season out to see, please. Truly. And next week When we were uh, gearing up to the end of this episode, Alex and I were like, okay, this next week's the finale, right? Mm -hmm. No mention of finale. What is it? Just another, another day in Beverly Hills, baby. (sighs) Uh, Wait, so let's get back to the house. Yeah. Let's get back to the house. Okay. This is what I think the timeline of events are. They took the helicopter out. The wine tasting was at one, one 30. They only had cheese and meats or something, uh-huh. so not a proper lunch. And then I think we had dinner at 6. Wasn't it dark when they left the wine place? Yeah, but it could be daylight, like wintertime, daylight savings, right. this, that, or the other. Okay. I, oh, what, I don't even know if it was it dark when they left. I feel like it was. Maybe dinner I was at 7. I liked that they were pouring wines in the way back. <gasps> that was a shock to me. Same. <laughs> a shock. Because these women... Never spe- drink. Specifically, I think because of everything that has happened on this show, avoid drinking heavily on the show. Yeah. Like... And you've claimed they've acted in the club. <laughs> in the club. They have, as per my claims. And, like, at lunches where, like, other Housewives franchises will order, like, a glass of wine, they always order an Arnold Palmer. Mm. Mm-mm. So yeah, they're we get back to the house. We don't really get a, a glimpse of them getting ready. We just roll right into dinner, right, with new outfits on, right. And this dinner, <laughs> it it was very Sonia. Did we stop? <laughs> I don't think we did because Teddy and Kyle had looks in their eyes that were wild. Yeah, so Erica's <laughs> sitting at the dinner, and, she, like, when Kyle comes in, Erica tries to be, like, you're late. But, like, Kyle doesn't care. comprehend. <laughs> she, like, heard something else, so she just was babbling on. I, I think Erica thought, like, this was going to be a, Her moment. A, a scene. Yeah. And no one cared. 
So Erica's, but and but what's funny was the seating too. It was like Rena Dorit across from Teddy and Kyle, and Erica was just sitting across from no one, just being a grump. It felt like they were all far apart from each yeah, other. Yeah, miles apart. Uh, Kyle stumbling into the other room, asking, demanding cocktails. <laughs> For, no, she, the way she was demanding was trying to make Teddy look like the crazy one. She's like, I got wild women who need some cocktails or something. <laughs> but even surprisingly, Renna ke- keeping up with the drinking. Right. I think Renna can handle. She can, she can hold it a little bit better than she, the other two. She, Harry Hamlin, Cindy Crawford, Randy Gerber <laughs> go off to Canada mm. and have the time of their lives with some Casamigas, you know, sure. So I think Renna can handle. Yeah. And what about Dorit in all of us? She was just like a mouse. But she was... Maybe, like, she's the drunk that gets a little, like, more subdued. I, she, well, she has two speeds, I think. Mm. Um, I think she gets either she gets subdued or gets obnoxious of, like, mm. Fuck you, Camille! Oh, yeah, yeah, Camille! Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, we bring... Up the fight from last night all over again. Oh my god, but it's like framed differently this time. It's like... <gasps> oh wait, first, before we get to that, Erica announces, I am friends with all of you. <laughs> I have now opened up. And we are friends. Now that we got rid of the dark cloud. <laughs> and there's like flashbacks of Lisa being nasty to Erica and vice versa. Right, because it was... It was that was in response to Teddy and Kyle talking about how they have become close because they are like had similar upbringings. Which I, I believe, I believe they are friends. Yeah, well, out of I the believe, five people at the table, I believe they're friends for more annoying reasons because they're both like really insufferable. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying they're like I want to go hang out with them. Yeah, it sounds like you want to go hang uh, out with Kyle. No. <laughs> I'm the number one Kyle hater. <laughs> no, I'm number one. You're number two. Fine, uh, I guess I'm number two now. <laughs> but, okay, so... <laughs> 30 seconds after Erica makes her announcement that these women are her friends, and she has now officially opened up, Daddy and Kyle are like, you don't like us. I know. Do you even want to be here? Do you even like us? This was so good. <laughs> like, it made Erica look so stupid. I know. I, but I was annoyed by... This is where I was annoyed by Kyle. Kyle was being, like, really mean in that moment, I thought. Oh, my... The, the Connor being is jumping out right No, now. I'm not even a defender of Erica. Yeah, we were texting with Connor Bean, friend to the podcast. Ireland to the podcast. He... Will defend. He, he said Erica could shoot someone in the middle of Fifth Avenue <laughs> and he would defend her. You said that. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. Uh, yeah. I, you felt bad for Erica? I didn't feel bad for her. To I me, mean, I, I thought it was kind of just calling out that she is full of shit because she doesn't actually want to be friends with it. Like, these are her coworkers. And she, when she speaks of the show, she said, like, she makes it, like, very work, like, Castmates, mm-hmm. filming. Duh, duh, duh. Like, does she ever see them when they're not filming? The only two who see each other are Teddy and Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. Raina's out with Cindy Crawford. Yeah. In Canada. So the best part though was going to bed. Oh yeah. So Erica storms off. Mm-hmm. And then the women are just running room to room. It was like Teddy and Kyle go plant themselves in Rena's bed when Rena's coming out of the shower. And you could tell, you could tell Rena was not happy yes. to see them in her room with her like wet hair. Well, cause fate. Oh, you mean on, on camera? Yeah. Mm, yeah. 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 But I'm sure that that shower was probably a little sobering as well. Right. And she's like enough. Yeah. <laughs> Um, then they, I think they are like in Dorit's room for a little while too. Yeah, and then they're like, Teddy wants to like go eat food. Oh yeah, and that she wants to eat food, and Kyle's pulling her away from the food, holding her accountable, which is rude. Yeah, there was a before Rena took a shower. There was a Teddy Rena moment. There was some sort of therapy, therapeutic moment. Mm-hmm. 
it I was just, an enjoyable I just had the time of my life yeah. I'm sorry I know we know <laughs> we know okay well we will continue with the time of our lives with some New York chat in just a few minutes yeah seconds Second. <laughs> yeah stay tuned we'll play the theme for minutes You know what, Brendan? You're feeling Giovanni. That episode's got me feeling Giovanni. God. <laughs> uh, we're picking straight up this week with the Bethany's breakdown meltdown. of last week. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Bethany just wants to get away from Lou. And Lou wants to get out, but then realizes it's not a good idea to go out. Lou, uh, Bethany walking out of that restaurant with the cup, with the glass in hand, <laughs> and into like a dark corner where she was hiding. Well, no, it looked like the uh, valet booth or something. The valet booth. Yeah. I, I thought it was interesting that it was Barb and, really Barb, and then Dorinda following Bethany out. Yeah, same. Um, two good women. Yeah. Helping out. A good woman. But Bethany comes back, and then Lou comes back as well. It seems like everything's calmed down a little bit. They just kind of calm it down. When they're... At first, they're trying to explain to Lou... Ramon is trying to explain Bethany's side to mm-hmm. Lou Anne. Yeah. And she, like, makes some, like, sensical points, I felt like, during that. Well, she made a point in the confessional that at first seemed very... Harsh. Harsh, but then was discussed at the table, which was Bethany did your intervention, but she probably wishes she could have done one for Dennis. Right. Which then is said at the table. Right. Uh, Yeah. So we kind of wrap it up and everyone like gets home at different times and Lou's already home and we're not seeing Lou. And then they just do like a thong out dance party. Tinsley's just taking her boob out. They're making fun of Tinsley's outfit. It's just like so funny. After all of after that breakdown that happened, they just go and rip it, rip it and roar it. Yeah. And while they're ripping and roaring it, Dorinda goes up to have her heart to heart with Bethany. I Dorinda's new um strategy when she's dealing with Bethany and she's a little tipsy she goes up and she says I'm drunk yeah second time she's done it on this trip she needs to like announce herself it's like when a (laughs) like a vampire like comes to the door or something I think yeah and she's very specific to be very sweet with Bethany Mm -hmm. yeah 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 so that was like a nice moment and Dorinda basically was saying you need to let yourself grieve basically yeah be sad about this be sad about this they're also sowing the seeds with Tinsley of theorizing How that she's she... secretly with um, Scott still. I thought that theorizing was going to go another direction. She was getting her money somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, apparently he's buying her stuff. But also, didn't we always understand her to be from a rich family? I, I know. Her... I mean, her mom is still alive. So... I would imagine when the father died, they probably got a little bit of money, but most of it would go to the mom. I'm I'm assuming that Tinsley had some sort of trust fund set up. Yeah. Wet, she gets like an allowance every month or whatever. Oh yeah, from the get go. Yeah. For sure. So I think I think she's fine. And then she has the salary now, too, which is a salary. Dabney doesn't have. Yeah, Dabney doesn't. So, hmm. Speaking of Dabney, should we talk about the dog for a little yeah, bit? Yeah, let's, let's get back to New York City, baby. So, wait, one more funny moment. When Sonia was calling Barbara, I guess Barbara left early and we didn't see. So I think Sonia was, like, going to look for something that Barbara left behind in her oh, room. Oh, the rings, yeah. And... She's just on the phone with her, and she goes, "There's so many, so much spray tan all over the place, <laughs> and there was like spray tan everywhere in that room, every inch of that room. It was no longer a white room. Our tan mother, uh, uh so, so Dabney. Well, yeah. So, so, uh, well, Ramona sticks around in Miami to have fun without inviting Sonia. I know. Tinsley goes to Palm Beach to see Bambi. Mm-hmm. 
who then after we get back to New York has passed has passed and the way Tinsley was crying when Ramona came over to talk about Bambi it was very similar to the time where Scott opened the door and she started crying and fell to the floor right but we find out that Tinsley has had Bambi frozen so that when Dabney gets to New York, they can unfreeze the dog. Defrost. Defrost the dog, and Dabney can pet it for the last time. And we learn that <laughs> Sonia, when one of her dogs died, threw it in her freezer because it was the middle of the night. Can we talk about that? Because all of her dogs were pretty big. Not, like, huge, but, like... Bigger than a regular freezer. No, I picture her having, um, in the basement, a standalone freezer. A standalone freezer. Yeah, one of those big ones that you you lift from the top. Right. I totally picture that. I'm just putting down with like those like eight jugs of canola oil that she keeps around. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it was beautiful. That we got some great flashbacks to this episode. The dog funeral flashback. The dog funeral. Uh, off of the FDR. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, and then Sonia shows up to console Tinsley as well. We learn that Scott got her Bambi sneakers. Bambi sneakers, and then Sonia says that's not the kind of gift you give for someone you haven't talked to in a while. Uh, we do get to see Bethany going to tour Dorinda's house, new mm-hmm. apartment. Which... Doesn't seem fully uh, settled at this point. Yeah. Although I do have to say... It's like when you first start out at Sims and you don't have that much money, so you kind of just take... (laughs) You take what you can get as part of putting furniture places. You know what I'm talking about? Oh my god. (laughs) You know exactly what I'm talking about, though. As a crowd gamer. Yeah. I sure do. Yeah. (laughs) It was very that energy. (laughs) Wow. Well, I do. I was gonna point out that it does sound like Dorinda has hired people to help refurnish Bluestone Manor. Mm-hmm. But it seems like this apartment is more of a let's just Take do a what mishmash. do what we can and when we can go I to home goods. I hope they touch the fish room. Well, yeah, for the the her stepson. I, I hope, hope sure they hope enhance not. the fish room. Add more fish. More fish. Yes, make it fishier. Make and- a, paint a mural. So it looks like we're underwater. Yeah, and then lock Luann in there. (laughs) As punishment (laughs) for not getting Dorinda a gift. Uh, Yeah, it was great checking in with Dorinda. We learned that she was a fitness instructor in the 80s. And now... With this man, her rival fitness instructor. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And now she is going to bring back that career... In order to raise money, money. or ce- just celebrate the LGBTQ? I guess. It, watching her <laughs> string LGBTQ together. It was, this is LGBT. <laughs> LGBT. Well, that's a little, it sounds a little like Scottish right now. You're making it. Uh, I mean, we've always known Dorinda to be an ally to the community. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's great. Yeah, her brother's good. Yeah, exactly. And he was, he rarely appears, but he was in the background. Not of the, in workout clothes. Right, he just was in his civilian clothes in the background of the um, workout scenes. Yeah. What else was, oh, we, were, we, we recorded Filling Giovanni. Yeah, we're feeling Giovanni. You were looking for the Mohawked. The Mohawked man. Man. From season three. Yeah. In season Nowhere four, to be maybe. found. This producer was noticeably much younger. Yeah, and there was a woman. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the big thing was the the workout scene, and I think Dorinda <laughs> trying to get Lou on the fact that Lou got a gift for Bethany after the big fight, but didn't get her one after their fight in Cartagena. Dorinda still doesn't understand... The fight that transpired, just despite now having seen it on film. Right. I don't even remember that fight. It was like over... Well, she said, well, I didn't get a mug shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
But I think she thinks it's directly related because it kind of started in a similar way. I think she thinks it's related because they were on vacation at dinner. Right. And it started <laughs> with, like, she's turning, and that's kind mm-hmm. of how the one started where Lou called out Tinsley at this dinner. Yeah. yeah. Um, Alvin Ailey. We were in an Alvin Ailey. Which Pose's is, impact. Which is fun because just last week on Pose, we were at where... Ramona and Mar- Mario renew their vows. There's so much crossover between Pose and Roni. I, I mean, we should get a Dorinda Circa the 80s as a fitness instructor. It Pose. really is just like they're so similar. Two, sh- two shows being conservative for Emmys about women just trying to make it in New York. Alex did point out, and I, if this would have slept, uh, slipped by me, there was a four-year consideration, Bravo. Primetime Emmys. A uh, little mark on the corner of the screen. If you listen to this on Friday morning, you can go to my Instagram story and see it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow, wow. Okay. When do, when do we get nominations? It feels like it can't be too long, right? I don't... So, from my understanding and something I was a part of, there's... Mm. I have a friend who is, like, a voter, mm. so they are doing the preliminary voting where you can, like, go through and choose yeah. of of what was presented by the networks. You can go through and choose your picks, and I think then they narrow it down from there. Mm-hmm. The Academy. Okay, it seems like the, nomina- the nominees will be unveiled <clears throat> July 16th. Perfect. Three days after Christmas in July. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you're going to... We're, we're going to get Christmas in June next week with the Housewives. With the Housewives. That'll be fun. Uh, that's all. That's kind of all tied into Ramona throwing a party for Dorinda. And Sonia. And Sonia for their birthdays? I didn't really get it... It sounded like they knew about the party, but they didn't know it was a surprise. Oh, yeah. They knew they were all going to get together. So I think mm-hmm. they knew... Maybe they thought it was just going to be the six, no, seven of them. Oh. But that doesn't really make sense either, because usually the, the finale party is a bigger group of people. Right. With people, like, floating around. Like a Harry Dubin will pop in. Yeah. The um, Sonia's facialist. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun to get another fight between Barbara and Ramona. I know. <laughs> Barbara being offended that Ramona knew that Barbara would go to the cabaret instead. Mm-hmm. And then blaming Barbara for kind of... See, it seemed like Barbara was ruining the surprise, but not really. She was just talking about this event right? generally. I didn't think she was ruining the surprise, but, but I don't know. That's Ramona, why I'm unclear. Yeah, Ramona made it seem like she was ruining the surprise. Well, yeah, because Ramona just wants to blame Barbara no matter oh. what. Oh, Ralph. Uh, finale next week. Can you believe it? Can short, you believe? Short season. Short, this is, short season. This is the shortest season since season four, I believe. Or I think this might be like the same length as season four, and season three was even Season shorter. four was this short? Mm-hmm. Well, these were like the those were the olden days, right? Where they didn't do like twenty two, twenty three episodes, right? Yeah. So let's take a quick break, and we'll be back with the freak of the week and the one true queen. And we're back from that amazing New York episode. I could say that confidently. Uh, <laughs> well, they don't know that we're <laughs> what we're doing. So, just so you know, a little behind the scenes, because New York moved to Thursday, the day that we originally we always record, we had to record the episode, hold space for New York, <laughs> hold a, a queer space open, hold a queer space open, and then yeah, close out the episode. So, so let's go to the freak of the week and the one true queen. We're gonna go. The freak is gonna be Andy Cohen. You want to know why? On the Watch Happens Live after show featuring um, Janet Mock and Candace, they were talking about Pose Season 2, and he asked Janet if he could just skip to Pose Season 2 because he wanted to... He was interested in that storyline, and he didn't want to watch Season 1. Which is a very bold thing to say to uh, 
writer, director, producer of the, of the show, show that you're talking about. <laughs> uh, which leads perfectly into the one true queen. Now she is she may be acting wild all season of Potomac this year, but we were both shocked to see during this conversation between Janet and Andy, Candace was like, "No, you have to watch season 1 of Pose." Right. She's a fan. Who would have ever thought? She's a poser. She's a proud poser, like myself. Finally. Wasn't this week's episode even better than last week's episode? Yeah. It's got, just, it's getting better. We got Patty Lapone. We got Patty Lapone. Uh, we got some amazing balls. We got Trace Lissette. We got Trace Lissette, yes. We got some, we got a new house being formed. The house of Wintour. Wintour is coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got speaking lines for Jiggling. Yeah. So, all around, amazing episode. Right now, if you're catching up, you have eight episodes of season one, two of season two. Now's the time, baby. Now's also the time to go over to iTunes and write us a review. A few people have listened to this suggestion, and we greatly appreciate it. It's been some heartfelt, beautiful reviews that we very much enjoyed reading. Yeah. You could go to comethroughqueen.com slash store Get some merch. I'm sure it would probably arrive in time for Pride festivities if you're coming to World Pride. You can go onto Twitter. Follow us. Dan's at IDKIDK. I'm at Not Brendan. Come through Queens at Come Through Queen. Go to Instagram. Come through Podcast. Oh, yeah. You did a fun post. Go to Facebook. Uh, look, Search for Come Through Queen. Join the private group, baby. Give us a call at 71747-FREAK. And... Like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I want to see you come through, queen. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.